Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hello, hello. Wherever you are listening to this episode right now, welcome and thank you for being here. Now, today's topic is something that I have become increasingly interested in. And the more that I work with my coaching clients who are wanting to create life and work that is more meaningful to them, the more critical I see today's topic as being for them and for you. This episode is going to explore the impact of alignment. What does that mean? What does it not mean? How do you create it? How do you know when you don't have it? And no doubt I will share a few stories of my own experiences and maybe some insights from some of the clients that I have worked with so that you have some practical examples to bring it to life and I guess see how it plays out in the real world. Because whilst I'm all for learning new things and hearing different perspectives and things like that, I actually love the practical. My mastermind group often tease me because I really like having a plan. I love a good template or a spreadsheet. And, you know, that's just because I don't want to just hear stuff and learn stuff. I want to apply what is relevant to me. And if it's too vague or too conceptual, or maybe it's just interesting or fascinating, but if I can't see how I could apply it to my situation or use it to help a client or a colleague or a friend or something, then it just kind of becomes stuff that I know, which I just don't think is as impactful as things that I actually have really learned from because I've applied or put them into practice and seen them in the real world. Now, there are a few benefits to alignment. For example, when you have alignment, you are more likely to be operating from a place of flow and with much more ease in whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, which is just so much nicer. It's a nicer place to be in compared to being in a place of struggle and pushing and effort all the time. And trust me, I have a lot of experience of that. The other benefits are that, you know, things tend to fall into place more easily when you're operating from a place of alignment and it becomes easier and a little bit more effortless for others to see what it is that you're actually about, what you're trying to achieve so that they can actually make potentially some connections or suggestions or help you out in some kind of way. You'll also feel clearer in your actioning when you feel like you are in a place of alignment. And the other benefit is that you'll be able to notice a lot more quickly when something is out of whack or not working or not in alignment. So an example, have you ever been doing the food shopping and had a trolley that you were pushing around or at the airport with one of those really weird ones that you have to push the handle down to operate, you know, the, how you pull the handle down to be able to make the wheels go, otherwise it breaks. Anyway, the trolley is there 
to help you to take the heavy load. But sometimes you get one of those trolleys that has a dodgy wheel. You know, it's wobbling around, throwing the direction of the trolley sort of all over the, the, the place. And when that happens, you're having to work quite hard to keep the trolley moving forward and even harder to get it moving in the direction that you really want to go. And when you've got that wonky wheel trolley, you can also sometimes accidentally hit people or bump into display shelves or things like that because the trolley is just unpredictable and it's going a bit rogue. Basically, that's frustrating, exhausting, maybe sometimes a bit embarrassing too. So alignment is when your thoughts, words and actions are the same. When you're out of alignment, things tend to feel hard and slow and frustrating. You're like that trolley with a wonky wheel, doing a lot and pushing hard, but maybe not so much in the direction that you want to go and therefore not making much progress. So let's have a look at how you create alignment. There's four different aspects that you can look at. So we're going to go through each of them quickly. So the first one is to look at your thoughts. I always think it's funny when people say look at your thoughts. But anyway, that's what we're going to do. The question is, are you clear about what you're aiming for in terms of your thinking? Are you clear about what you want to be known for or what the end result is? depending on what context of your life you're creating change in or wanting to achieve in, are you clear about what the outcome is? Because this is kind of the planning phase. And the clearer you can be here, the easier it becomes for you to create and build and maintain alignment along the way. So for example, let's say that you're successful in your current role, what you do for work. And you're feeling maybe that you've either plateaued or outgrown your job or your company, maybe. You might start to think about what's next for you. What's the next level? Is it more of the same or something different in terms of roles or type of work that you do? Is that with the same organization or maybe a different one? The same industry or a different one? Is it working for somebody else as an employee or working for yourself? Now, one of my clients is approaching a return to work from maternity leave soon, and she's really wanting to get clear about what she wants to do and who with, who who is she wanting to work for. And she's really started to clarify a vision of what would make her next move professionally a meaningful one. Another client has his own business. Actually, he's got two very different businesses and with all of the choices of direction that he could go and looking at the specific part that he plays in building each of those businesses and all of the choices about what he could do with his time, it is really important for him to regularly remind himself of what the big picture is so that he becomes able to course correct as each new phase of the business or new opportunity lands. But you need to get really clear in the thinking around what's the plan so that you can make wise choices from there and check in about, is this actually what I really want? The other aspect of aligning your thoughts is to be really watchful of the inner dialogue that is running in your mind as you go throughout your day and to become curious about asking yourself and noticing 
Are those thoughts assisting you to keep progressing towards your ultimate aim or are they potentially a bit negative and a bit of a handbrake? As I think I've mentioned, I'm part of a mastermind group at the moment and we get together both online and in person to help support each other's growth. And we just spent a planning weekend together and there's an awesome chip in that group who shared recently that she got some great insights and clarity through some of the discussions that we had been having in the group about what she really wanted to achieve in her business. And then she shared that later in the planning phase, she noticed a bit of an inner critic coming up, you know, that negative Nancy voice that comes up. And the good thing is that she was able to recognize that that voice wasn't actually helpful for her making progress from where she is to where she wants to get to in her business. And it also wasn't aligned to the message that she wants to share and who she wants to be. So the fact that she was being curious and aware of her thoughts, she was able to deflect it and get back on track to align her thoughts to match the vision and the aspiration. So there are a couple of ways you can check in with your thoughts and when it comes to thinking about alignment. The second thing you can have a look at is your words. So this is what you say. In order to be in alignment with your words, you can just check in with yourself and ask, can you articulate what you want clearly and succinctly to yourself and others? I'm a big believer and I can't remember where I heard this, but if you can language it, you can have it. Because there is real power in you being able to articulate, to give words to your thoughts or feelings or aspiration because it brings clarity to yourself and to others. Now, this applies to the inner dialogue as well as the outer dialogue, as I mentioned with the the mastermind friend. But maybe you could think about it this way. Have you ever been in a situation where you knew what you wanted, but when it came to explaining it to somebody else, you couldn't quite spit it out or you didn't quite have the words to fully describe it or to describe it clearly. I know I definitely have. For example, when I think back to my Nova radio days, when I first started noticing the feeling that I wasn't quite happy in the role anymore and this was just a feeling, it was an instinct, it was thoughts. But when I tried to talk to friends or family about it, Often I found myself saying things like, oh, I don't know how to, you know, describe it. I can't quite explain exactly what it is, but there's just something that doesn't feel quite right or something that's off. And that's good to start to voice things before they're really clear sometimes. But it's about recognizing that until you can articulate it clearly, for yourself internally and externally, it becomes very difficult for you to progress or to other, for others to help you progress. Another example was when I was working with a coach towards the time where I was assessing what to do about my last corporate job. I remember many, many moments where the questions that she asked me often had the impact of forcing me with tough love to explore what was going on for me and to get to a point where I could actually say it out loud. Sometimes it was the first time that I was actually saying out loud what I was thinking and feeling about a situation. 
And other times it really helped me to reinforce or consolidate or clarify a decision I had made and why I'd made that decision and what I was going to do about it. And it's really powerful to be able to articulate what you want or what you need out loud. It just brings a very different vibe or a different life to it. The words you use have a huge impact on your state of mind and your results. So it's worth just checking in, asking yourself, what am I saying to myself and to others about what's happening for me right now or what I want or what I don't want? And is that empowering and helpful or not so much? Language is something that I am really increasingly interested in. Clearly, I like talking. In fact, one of my old bosses from my radio days, Scott, uh, he used to like to tease me that I had a dolphin hole at the back of my head that allowed me to not have to stop talking to breathe. (laughs) It just became this joke about me having this dolphin hole um, at the back of my head. Anyway, clearly I like talking. And so language is going to continue to be something that we continually explore in this podcast. The third aspect of exploring alignment and the impact of alignment for you is to ask yourself, are you taking action in line with what you think and say you want or what you stand for, what you're aiming for? Because your actions are a true reflection of how clear and committed you are on the mission, the project, the end game, the goal. If you feel like you know what you want and you can say it out loud and have it make sense to others and to yourself, but you're not taking action towards making it happen, then there's something that's not quite in alignment. It could be that the thing is not actually something that you really want Or it could be that there's some kind of self-protection or preservation that's holding you back. Or maybe you're not as clear as you need to be around the first small steps to take or the best way to progress. As again, I heard somebody say that the best way to eat an elephant is just one bite at a time. So sometimes with big projects or big changes, we can get overwhelmed by the bigness of it and you just need to chunk things down to really small steps. Either way, whatever the issue is as to why, if you're not taking action, then you're out of alignment. The other thing is your actions can be used as a way to check in about what it is that you really want. For example, I worked with a guy in radio days who said that he wanted to be a better team leader and to create a great team and great team culture. And he wanted to work on some feedback that he'd had about being a bit aggressive in his communication but despite him setting that as a goal and as an intention and him understanding why it was important to him and and the business he continually isolated himself in terms of his working style and continued to lash out at people at work or give them the silent treatment which was the complete opposite of what he was saying that he wanted to do and achieve He wasn't actually taking any action to develop the skills that he said he wanted to create, so was completely out of alignment. Something was off. And I remember having a conversation where we talked about the fact that you will be judged by what you do, not what you say, because your actions tend to reveal what really is important to you. So a way of reviewing that is if you say you want to be, do, or 
achieve something, how do your actions align to that message or that in, that aspiration? And if your actions don't align to it, then ask yourself, do you really want that thing? Or is it because other people think you should be it, do it, or have it? You can change the aspiration or change the action. You can't play it both ways by saying that you want something and doing something else and expect to get the result that you say that you want. And the fourth place that you can look to consider your alignment is your environment. How is it that you are setting yourself up to be supported in the mission, in the goal, in the project? You can look at your physical space. How is that assisting you or communicating the right kind of message? What are the visual cues or prompts that are around you? And what about the systems that you use? Are they all in alignment to support you to achieve the outcome you're heading for? Who and what is around you and does it support you to keep growing in the direction that you want to grow? A friend of mine is an actor and has done quite a lot of script and scene analysis work and she said something recently to me that in every script and in every scene, every element has to have a reason for being there. So if there's a plant on a table in the backdrop of the scene, there's got to be a reason. Why is that plant there and why that particular plant or on that spot or whatever? And I think it's the same for your environment. To really optimize it and create as solid alignment as you can, you want to ask yourself for whatever's there, for what purpose is it there? Is it If it's a thing... Is it relevant? Does it bring me joy? Does it support me in being who I want to be? If it's a person, then reflect on, you know, do I, how do I connect with that person? Does it make me feel good and aligned to who I want to be? And the conversations that you're having, how does that impact? How is that creating alignment or not? Are all of these things aligned to your project, to your goal, to your overall mission or whatever it is that you're working on. Something I absolutely believe is that life and business is a team sport and is better played with others and in collaboration with others and can also unfortunately be made worse with others. So how mindful are you of the types of relationships and conversations that you're having on a regular basis? Now, I know that there are people that I have worked with who just developed a habit of bitching or gossiping or whinging, which is just not helpful to anyone, themselves included. But it just became a bit of a default, a habit that they were used to having that conversation. There's people I know who continue to hang out with others who are really into, what should we say, different activities or substances or whatever that are just not aligned to who that person really wants to be but because they keep hanging out with those people and that's what they do when they catch up with those people they just keep doing stuff that they don't really want to do but it's just a default habit because of those interactions and being around those people which is part of your environment it's been said that your results are heavily influenced by the five people you hang around with the most so start to become a bit curious about who you hang out with and who you spend time with and are they adding value and are you adding value to them? On a more practical, physical 
side of, or example, you can look at your desk or your office space. How long since you've looked at it with fresh eyes? Well, as much as we can ever look at our regular space with fresh eyes, but a great technique that I learned at a productivity training that I did a few years ago was to do what they called the hospital clean of your desk. So how this works is, especially if things are a bit overrun and you've got files and papers and just stuff accumulated, you get a box. You might need more than one, depending on how much space you've got. I remember the last time I did it, I used a milk crate. And so what you do is you clear everything off your desk and you put it into the box or the milk crate, if that's what you're using. And you then wipe down every surface of the desk and your keyboard and your uh, phone, anything that is on the desk. And uh, you clear everything off it. And as you then start to do your work, if you need an item, then you take it out of the box and put it back onto the desk. Anything that you don't take out of the box for about a week or so either gets filed and stored somewhere else or given away or thrown away. The last time I did this, I laughed so much at the random stuff that it just accumulated over time on my desk. I think I remember having two, not one, but two fairy wands. It's probably a very long story as to where they came from or why I had them. One had pink fluff on the top of it. The other had little kind of diamond sparkly plastic gems. But anyway, suffice to say, they really were not required for optimal performance for me during my work. I still have them though. I kept them. I didn't throw them away because they're fun and they remind me of certain people and situations. But I haven't actually used them since then. So there's no point in having them clogging up my space because it does take a bit of a a toll unconsciously when you've got a lot of clutter around you. So really looking at the physical environment, the physical space that you're in, how is that optimized to create a sense of alignment and focus for you? So there are four ways that you can look at alignment. You can either approach it in order from the first through to the fourth, or you can just pull out one and explore that. So the recap for you, The four ways you can look at alignment is looking at your thoughts. Are your thoughts aligned and clear? Your words that you say internally and externally, are they aligned to what it is that you think that you want? Then you can look three at your actions. Are your actions aligned with what it is that you say that you want? And four, your environment and the environment made up of the physical space and the emotional relationship space too. So, When you've listened to those four, is there one that jumps out to you as a bit of a place that you could use as a starting point? Or maybe if you were to think about which one of those do you feel like there could be a bit of a disconnect for you at the moment? It's really worth exploring if you want to create greater alignment and flow, if you want to increase the uh, progress that you're trying to make in a certain stage of your life, your career, your work, maybe just choose one and kind of reassess how clear am I, how aligned am I feeling in that area. So that's it for this week's episode. I hope it gave you a couple of insights that you can play with. And before I go, I just want to flag like, do you know someone who you think might like or benefit from listening to this podcast? And 
If so, I would love it if you would share it with them. You can just send them the link so that they can have a listen to this episode or maybe one of the previous episodes if you think that they would get value from it. And I would really appreciate you spreading the word so we can get more people listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. Have a cracking week. Thanks for listening to the Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.